Chapter 5, Charlotte, 7:39. Maria and I have formed a tight bond now. She says we have a bond because we each have a small scar on our nose, which proves we've been through something difficult. And we came through victoriously. I say it's in the eyes. I've had a hard life. Anyone can see it in my eyes. But Maria, what people see is her smile, and they hear her laughter at their jokes and her own. But I look into her eyes and sense what is in her heart. I heard her tell Lee about an article she read. A researcher studied the health histories of people who live with cats and discovered that those with cats had 40% less heart disease. The researcher did not know why, but I know. That's when Maria started to refer to me and my boys as her heart medicine. I take that as a compliment. I'm happy to do my part. I've started following her. At first I was stealthy and kept a polite cat distance away. She didn't realize I was shadowing her. As I became more comfortable around that big brown dog walking with her, I started to go on the morning walks with them. The dog was still attached to Maria by the red leash. Maria laughed. I should get a little leash for Charlotte. Yeah, right. In your dreams, lady. Besides, we're already attached by the heartstrings. I'm dogging your every step, as demeaning as that is for a cat, because I want to be here, not because you're forcing me to be here. Today, I decide to go to her house to greet her when she gets up from bed. That way, I'll get the food first before my kittens eat it all. Up until now, I've waited patiently each morning for her to walk to the barn to visit us. I'd sit in the exact spot where she first found me, the spot where the morning sun warms the gray barnwood. It's a perfect spot, really. It's technically the second floor hayloft of the barn. From there, I can survey my domain and watch for predators and my mouse supper while I guard my kittens as they play in the hay. Also, the view is quite lovely. Blue mountains encircling green pastures. On most mornings, a mist settles over the valley. I watch it rise as the morning evolves. Soon after the mist rises, Maria comes to the barn with the dog, which she allows to touch noses with me. I allow this because, well, she did save my life and I like to sniff things. Even smelly old dogs. Maria then pets me all over, top of head to tip of tail. My kittens are starting to recognize her scent from smelling it on me. They'll peek out at her from behind the empty boxes stored here in the hayloft. This morning, very early, I trot quickly through the wet grass from the barn to Maria's house next door. The man, Lee, is the first one up. He looks out and sees me on his deck and shouts, Maria, Charlotte is here for you. Maria runs out to the deck in her pink pajamas. Charlotte, she exclaims with such joy. It's silly, really, but it makes me feel special that she is so happy to see me. It makes me feel like I have a home. And you guessed it, I got fed before the dog and before the kittens. My plan worked even better than I had hoped. Now I get to start the morning walk with Maria from the beginning. I walk with her up to the dog lot and wait patiently while she puts the red leash on the dog. Then the three of us walk to the barn to visit the kittens. If they decide to allow us the pleasure of their company, they're still a bit skittish. I seem to have made more work for Maria. 
Now she has to prepare a second bowl of cat food to take to the kittens in the barn. Oh, well, a cat must do what a cat must do.